Bright Business Women Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome to the Bright Business Women Podcast, where we explore the backstories of successful business leaders, company directors, authors, speakers, creative geniuses, and professional service providers. Listen as we explore what makes these creative, lively, enterprising people tick. Expect the unexpected, true stories, life acts, funny anecdotes, and even some outrageous controversy if we're lucky. I'm your host, Pauline Bright. Let's dive in. I've had a lifetime love affair with business. There's something about that entrepreneurial spirit that keeps me coming back for more. I must love it. I've had 11 businesses. Some worked out and some didn't. But I stayed friends with all of them because each experience made me stronger. I kept some, I transformed some, I let some go and I sold some. The way I see it, there are two choices and this works equally well for owning a business or the kind of job you have. So you either love it or you leave it. Now to love it, you need to nurture it. You might renovate it, think, act and talk differently about it. Sometimes you have to act as if you loved it before the romance blooms again. You'll know when you're doing it because you'll be leaping out of bed in the morning eager to get to it. No Monday-itis. If you're going to leave it, set a date, either sell it, wind it down, sell off the assets and have a plan to take a breath and move on. Some of my businesses were long-term relationships. I'm talking 25 years in my graphic design business and 15 years in my coaching business. My graphic design business took me to advertising agencies. I worked in magazines. I worked overseas. It was brilliant. I loved it. And 15 years in my coaching business, coaching all kinds of businesses all around Australia and online overseas. And both of those have been reinvented and redesigned many times over the years. Some of my businesses were quick little flirtations just to see what worked and what didn't. And some led to more serious grown-up relationships. So I've run the gamut of businesses. I know what it's like when something works spectacularly well. And I've experienced plenty of fading business romances. I actually don't mind it because I know I'm about to create something new and fresh when I get that itchy, scratchy feeling. I know how to decide which relationships to stay in for the long haul and which to nip in the bud. Because when a business has taken more than it's given, or a job, and it leaves you overwhelmed and exhausted and questioning your sanity, quitting doesn't mean failure. It can free you up for new opportunities. So what are the clues to let you know something needs to change? If you've ever caught yourself thinking, oh, I just don't love this as much as I used to, you need to take charge of what happens next. If you want to fall back in love with it, you'll need some practical strategies, not just cobbled together generic advice you've found on Google. You'll need to think differently about it and make some bold moves to reignite the romance. You know, it takes guts and determination to commit to a good but flagging business and to bring fun, passion and joy back into it. Sometimes the business and you need the metaphorical or maybe the realistic equivalent of a sassy new haircut some smart new clothes and a good manicure. And sometimes it needs a major makeover. So it might be liposuction, a facelift or some perky new, um, well, you know what I mean. You need an infusion of love, passion, humor and shared wisdom with people you trust. So here's how to save it. How do you feel about it? How's the time management going? Are you spreading yourself too thin? 
Talk to any business owner with entrepreneurial tendencies and you'll usually find they've got more than one thing on. Usually another business or two, a side hustle, a board position, something because they don't like saying no and they end up biting off more than they can chew. Now, if things are feeling cluttered, clear the decks. What will you put aside to focus on your most important business or project? How do you feel about that? If it feels like resentment or a lack of enthusiasm, then work out why. Be specific. If it feels like it gives you energy and enthusiasm, then you're on the right track. Now, it's perfectly okay to feel frustrated or confused. They're actually a good place to start to unravel what's going on. If you know you have a quality product or service, but let's say you have, say, money issues, address that. Don't let it beat you. Don't get stressed and worried about it. Take some steps to find a way to deal with it. Get some expert advice from someone you trust and take action. What will happen if you don't give the business this TLC? Do you care if it fades away? How do you really feel about that? Can you find the parts you love about it and wrap it in a different concept? A lot of my businesses were reinventions of the original business. I took the best of what I had and I transformed it into something I liked better. A business that gave me the time, freedom and money I wanted. And with my heart in it, it always performed much better. So work out what's important in your business. Who would miss you if you were gone? Would you miss that person doing that business? Would you miss that you? There's value in flirting with a business idea before you find true love. Experiment a little. This doesn't have to be a forever business or relationship yet. Lighten up and have some fun. Stop taking everything so seriously, especially yourself. Now, if you're truly romancing your business, how are you demonstrating that? Are you giving yourself time to work on ideas, inspiration, learning new skills, having good time off, relaxing time off? These are gifts you give to yourself and they're better than wine, roses and chocolates because they're an investment in yourself. Make some unbreakable rules around how your business needs to treat you so you stay in love, like work hours, your work environment, choosing your customers, the projects you'll take on, all sorts of components of your business can be wrapped in a rule. Find a cure for Monday-itis. So <laughs> if you don't love being there, even after the weekend, something's broken. So I always like to have something to look forward to on a Monday and I just can't wait to leap out of bed and get to it. But you know, what if the romance has actually died and it's not even responding even after you've brought out the paddles? It's not going to happen. So here's how to leave it without the guilt. First of all, weigh up the time you spend in the business with the reward for effort. Is it sucking a lot of your time and energy? Is it giving you the income you want? Is it paying you realistically? If not, have you worked out realistically how it can and how long that might take? Can you wait that long? Have you got the patience and the energy and the enthusiasm to hang in there? If not, then you know what the answer is. What's the biggest problem? You know, if you no longer had that problem, how would you feel about it? Would that be a weight lifted off your shoulders? Have you got a side hustle or another business or idea that you can devote more time to? Something that's a bit more juicy and exciting that you really want to sink your teeth into. 
Would you like to leave it? Here comes the guilt bit. But you're worried about what people will think and say. Okay. So you might occupy a topic of conversation for a day or two, but they'll move on pretty quickly to onto the next topic. Show them, whoever they are, that you are perfectly okay with the decision. Now, just like you leap into business, you can also make a leap back out of business. Seriously, if it's not making money, getting you into debt and making you unhappy, why would you stay? If it's still a great idea, but no longer your passion, sell it to someone as a going concern or a renovator's delight. There are always people in the market for an opportunity. So once you've made a decision, don't delay. Don't let it drag on. Load it up with love or pack your bags. And if you need help with making the decision and acting on the strategies, then you know where to find me. I love this stuff. Cheers. You've been listening to the Bright Business Women podcast with Pauline Bright. For show notes and other resources, please visit paulinebright.com slash podcast. While you're there, subscribe for future episodes to not only listen to inspiring stories, but to dive deep into what makes you, you, and use your own unique backstory for positive impact. And be a great friend. Please share the podcast with people like you. The Bright Business Women podcast is proud to be part of the Experts On Air podcast network.